none of this could be real. We could all be part of the Matrix. Or you could just be listening to Wolfstag with me, Mike Jones. Do you know there's people that actually believe the Matrix is real? You know, the sci-fi film The Matrix. If you've not seen it, watch it. It's it's messes with your head a little bit, to be honest. And it's alright. First film was a good film. But it's a film. Why is it some people choose to but to to believe that some films are actually real like that and not others? Right, here's the deal. If you're gonna choose to believe that the Matrix is real, I'm gonna choose to believe that Ghostbusters is real. Okay? There we go. That's the deal. Uh, with that, welcome everybody. It's it's me. It's Mike. Uh, welcome to Wolfstag, season four, episode seven, lucky number seven. If you believe that sort of thing, um, not if you're all a dice. Um, <laughs> oh, there's going to be somebody out there that's going to question that. Actually, um, yeah, season seven, season seven, episode seven. Welcome. Uh, to Wolfstag, the poetry, self-care, mental health podcast about life in general. You know, it's a little bit of everything to everybody, isn't it? So if you're tuning in and listening to this, thank you. Um, if you think other people would, would enjoy it, please tell them. Um, if you think other people wouldn't enjoy it, keep it under your hat, eh? Um, so what have we got for you this week? Well... Do you know what? It's a bit. It's a bit of. A, I've been thinking this week about because I've been getting out back out uh, with people in the community doing doing my thing with work, and it got me thinking about connection and uh, disconnection, and in terms of social media within that as well. So I'm kind of sticking with a bit of a theme this week. So I want to talk about connection. I want to talk about disconnection. I want to have a, a little bit of a think about how social social media is uh, and and that is relating to some of the things that's happened in the news recently and over the past few months is we call it social media um but sometimes it doesn't always feel that social or sociable so i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna have a little bit of a chat about that later on um we have a poem as always it wouldn't be a wolf's dog episode without a poem would it so i've got uh, a funky little one for you for later um so sit back chill out grab yourself a brew um you know or a beer if it's late at night maybe a bag of crisps maybe a biscuit maybe you're eating your breakfast cereal i don't know whatever makes you happy sit back and chill and we'll start with the wolf stag week welcome to this week's wolf stag week um well it didn't start too fantastically. I've got to be completely honest with you. Remember last week I told you I went for my flu job? Yeah, which I got for free, which was a little bit distressing. Mr. Jones, you're now old enough for free things on the NHS. Oh, great. Um, so, hey, who am I to look a gift horse in the mouth? I took the job and, and carried on in my skinny jeans. Um, but Friday... Now, do I attribute it to the jab or do I attribute it to just hitting a bit of a brick wall having had partied a little bit too hard, maybe? 
maybe a little bit. Burnt the candle at both ends, I mean, to the point where they pretty much met in the middle. Um, so I haven't been well. I've been poorly, I've been a poorly boy. Um, yeah, Friday night came and I slept from six o'clock that evening till near 12 o'clock the following midday. Um, basically hibernated, effectively. That's pretty much what it was. I slept right the way through um, and, and didn't eat an awful lot. So uh, in terms of... Now, I'm not I'm not putting this out there as... as this is certainly not self-care advice, so please don't follow this. But the weight loss effect has been quite dramatic. Um, to the point when I FaceTimed uh, my lady uh, a couple of days later, um, she was she, she basically went, Look at skinny you! Yeah, it had a bit of a dramatic effect on me. Um, not unwanted. Um, to be honest with you, I quite I, I like being a little bit lighter and I like being a little bit leaner. Um, probably wasn't the best way to go about doing it though, if I'm completely honest. Um, so yeah, anyway, that'll that'll probably more than likely be sorted out over the next few weeks. But yeah, it's not nice, is it? It's not nice being being unwell. Um, the sleeping thing is kind of well, it's 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 more of a more of a hindrance than it is feeling unwell. Um, but I tell you what, doesn't feel right at all having you bum stuck to the toilets at three o'clock in the morning screaming for dear life as as someone basically pours sulfuric acid through your body or well, that's how it felt as it left anyway sorry sorry if you're listening to this right now and you're in the middle of maybe tucking into a bacon and eggs or something like that but oh my word it sounded like ducks arguing it it wasn't pretty I've now realised why in most modern bathrooms the sink is near the, the toilet. It's for you to rest your head on. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so anyway, enough of that. Shall we move swiftly on? Because I can hear some of you letting up a little bit of sick in your mouth. Um, I'm all right now. I'm fine. I'm fine. Nearly normal service has been resumed in that department. Um... But what did happen after a delay? After a delay. Oh, I tell you what, sometimes, guys, trying to get a book published is... <laughs> Talk about middle-class problems. Oh, do you know, sometimes trying to get your book published is is one of the hardships of the world. Jones, wind your neck in. There's, there's kids out there not eating, and you're worried about getting a book published. So it was a minor inconvenience. Um, but it's out. It's out in hardback. In hardback. Do you know what? Do you know what's a little bit disconcerting though? Right? That I can't get an author's copy of my hardback book. Right? I've got to pay full whack for it. Like like all the other punters. So if I can, you can. So, don't forget, head over to Amazon. It's available right across the world in your UK stores, Irish stores, US stores, Australia. Right across, right across the world. It's global. I am global. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, so it's called, for those of you that might have forgotten, The Plane Leaves at Six. All right, named after one of the poems, the last poem in the book. All right, um, I know it sounds a little bit, where on earth to get that title from? 
Well, that's between me, you, and the gatepost. Um, you make of it what you will. Um, but there's it's it's full of poems, um, just like the first book, which is still available. Not that I'm hinting, but Wolfstag Poetry and Words is still on Amazon, and and the follow-up book, The Plain Leaves at Six, is out there. But this this is the only one that's available in hardback, which I'm quite looking forward to seeing what it's. Uh, what it's like really it should be yeah i'm quite excited to, to see so follow us on social because what i'm going to do is i'll post a little picture when it comes um so yeah so christmas christmas is approaching might be a little gift for somebody and if you ask me very nicely i might even do your assigned autograph copy so give me a shout um what else has happened this week well right uh sunday the 10th as you're listening to this, it was the 10th of October, World Mental Health Day. Uh, and as a subject that's close to, to, to my heart, there was a load of great stuff on social media. Um, and it's good that we highlight these things. It's good now that we can have these conversations about mental health without um, the shame and stigma attached to them. But there's also a little part of me that's a little bit wary. Um, as, as much as we want to highlight mental health and the issues around mental health i don't want everybody out there and especially the you know the young ones out there who that is my field of work and that's who i talk to kind of having these self-fulfilling prophecies of oh you know i'm having a, you know i'm in a bit of anxiety therefore i've got a mental health issue we need to normalize it and we also need to let let everybody know that there are certain things that's going to happen to you in your life that is not mental illness it is just a part of human existence it is you know it is the human condition to have anxiety uh, and that's fine it's who we are so don't worry about it right the worry of worry can be the biggest worry going really um but one of the things that did come good out of it uh, that day actually it was something i actually downloaded and 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 uh, i've started to use over the past uh, few days and so far i've actually found it useful now uh, I am someone who, and you've you've heard me talk about this previously. Um, I have a condition called cyclothymia, which is a milder form of bipolar disorder, which is a mood affecting disorder. So, so my moods can be uh, up and down a little bit sometimes. Um, it's sometimes triggered by events, but it can just be one of those things that happens, right? So it can be. Yeah, elated at high one day for no particular reason, low and down the next day for no particular reason, and it'll correct itself. It'll right itself. You know, it's it's kind of it's what it is. Um, so I've lived with it for many years. Um, I handle it okay. Other people don't. For those who don't, who need a little bit more help with actually gauging their moods or just getting a handle on it, um, the charity Bipolar UK have just released this app which is free to download so check it out if if you can just go onto your to your app stores and look for bipolar uk app and it'll take you straight to it download it download it for free and then what you do every day usually of a morning at some point in the morning you you basically um judge yourself on a mood scale um you associate that with some keywords that, that express your different emotional states. Um, you can write a little bit of a journal in there. You can talk about any medication that you might be on that might have 
um, a bit of an effect on you. And effectively what happens is, is over a period of time, it's going to build up a diary, a history, um, which will give you a bit of a, a handle on how your moods are. Because unless you actually sort of like record it every day and look at it every day, you might not have that awareness of of how much your moods swing up and down or, or just sometimes how extreme those moods can get as well sometimes. Because that is the danger. I mean, I, I'm quite old into this game now, in it, I suppose, in all respects. I've been cyclothymic for a long time uh, without it swinging into um, a higher bipolar uh, disorder um, but that's not the case for everybody that there's some that will go from cyclothymia to bipolar from bipolar back down to cyclothymia so that even the spectrum of that experience can be uh, you know can be different for everybody as well so if you find that useful check it out and also check out bipolar uk if that's a condition that affects you or affects those people around you they're a fantastic charity and they give some uh, amazing advice out there, uh, along with some other sort of amazing, amazing uh, mental health charities as well. Uh, if you want more general advice, check out Mind. That seems to be the 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 go to one. Uh, absolutely. Um. So what else has happened? Oh yeah. Can we just at this point change in tack completely? Can we have a word about predict predictive text? Because I've discovered that predictive text is a bit of a misnomer because it pretty much doesn't predict anything. It pretty much randomly guesses. Like, I was trying to write in a message to someone recently, other, and it changed it to tiger. Now, how in the context of a sentence, if I'm writing, you don't want that one, you want the other one, how would it then suddenly go, oh, what he means is you don't want that one, you want the tiger one. What the... Right? So it's kind of like, it's kind of, your phone sometimes, it feels like, and not to, not to belittle the condition here, but it does sometimes feel like your text messaging service has Tourette's and will just throw in random words for no good reason, just to make life a little bit interesting, I think, really. Maybe to start a conversation. What's that about tigers? Yeah, anyway. So that's been my week. I hope you've all had a great week. How's it been for you? I'll tell you what got me thinking about connection this week. Me and my lady, do you know what? At some point she's 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 gonna have a little go at me for saying that, but my lady. Um, we went out in a week. Uh, we went for a little drive and we went to uh, a place called Parkgate, which if you're not from the area, Parkgate is on the Wirral Peninsula and it's coastal, right? It's, it's, it's like a tiny, tiny little seaside village, really. It's no bigger than that. You can't even call it a town. It's a, it's a little village. You might even call it a hamlet, um, but it's a lovely place and it's a, it's a bit of a draw for people in the area. Um, it looks out over because we we are Wirral is is a peninsula. Um, on the north side of the peninsula, it looks across over to Liverpool, but on the south side of the peninsula where Parkgate is, it looks out over North Wales, and it's lovely. It's got some really lovely views. It's a bit of a wildlife haven, but along the front, along the prom, 
uh, on Parkgate. There's there's lots of different eateries. So there's a couple of really really lovely ice cream parlors, a couple of pubs, a uh, couple of eating places. So there's a really lovely tea shop. There's a, a, a Chinese restaurant. There's an Indian restaurant there, and so on. A couple of other little little bits and pieces. Um, but there's a, a little coffee shop that we always get drawn to, which I'm going to give them a bit of a shout-out now, called Elephant. Elephant Lounge, right? And in Elephant Lounge, it's a, it's a bit of a... Oh, yeah, let's, it, it feels like a little, it's got a bit of a hipster vibe to it. Right, so it's a real sort of cool, trendy place. Leather couches inside, you know, really nice coffees, different, different sort of lovely sort of artisan foods, bakery, stuff like that. It's like one of my favourite places to go. On a nice day, uh, the windows they have at the front come away completely, so they open the space right up. Now, it was quite a surprise because this was uh, Sunday uh, Sunday afternoon, Saturday afternoon. Can't remember, weekend anyway. Um, and it was, considering we're in October now, and we've had, we'd, oh, and we'd had some really, really cold days, um, that day was lovely, warm, sunny, and the windows were out. You didn't expect it for that time of year. So all open air, and we came and we ordered our coffee and we sat down, and and in the window because they take the windows out, they have sort of like window bench seats, so you can sit in the window, breathe the fresh air, see the beautiful views, get the sunshine, while still get the coffee shop vibe. So we were sat in there drinking our coffee, having a laugh. And there was an old couple sat next to us. Maybe in the 70s, maybe early 80s, guessing. Um, but we just got chatting to them. And just, you know, shooting the breeze a little bit. And just talking about, you know, what was going on outside. And little, you know... Uh, local events and local things that go on in little places. Oh, have you been here? Have you seen that? Yeah, isn't it brilliant? Oh, you must do that. And it was so nice. And I think what it was so heartwarming to have that experience and to speak to strangers like that. And I wonder what, what, what got me thinking is, and this is what, what brings me around to the point today is, I wonder whether pre-lockdown we'd have done that or whether we'd have just kept in our own little spaces you know, I think that separation from connection that we had over lockdown, because bear in mind, not, ev not everybody had access to the sort of media where you could talk. And even if you do, I mean, you spoke to your family, your friends, you know, those intimate relations. You didn't just speak to strangers. And that's, we've missed that. And you know what? It's that you don't know what you've got until it's gone. It's, it's, it's losing that, then coming back. And being able again to walk into a coffee shop and order a coffee and sit with people and just strike up a conversation. It was, I didn't realise how much I'd missed that interaction with just everyday folk, you know, and how lovely that can be and how important those connections are and how important. And here's the other thing as well, just to say hello to somebody, you know, how you doing, how's your day going, what you're up to. You know, you don't need to know them. You might never see them again. But that could be the only interaction they get in the day. And that, you know, it really might lift their spirits. And in some respects, and trust me, believe me when I say this, in some respects it might save them. Now, I've heard 
I've heard cases. I'm gonna I'm gonna dip a little bit into the mental health stuff that I do. I've I've heard of cases uh, and first-hand testimony from people who have said, "I was low. I was down. I was depressed. I was suicidal." And then someone said, hello, how are you doing? And it brought me back. Really, guys, just never underestimate the power of that. Never underestimate how powerful just giving somebody a smile and a nod and a hello and a how are you doing, how effective that can be in, in really sort of really possibly changing somebody's life, you know? So... If there's one lesson that we... And I'm sure there are many lessons we'll take away from this whole experience with, you know, with the pandemic, is people need people. You know, we are not... And I've said this before. You know, we are not meant to be solitary creatures. We are not lone wolves, as cool as that might sound. We're not. We're pack animals. We're meant to be in groups. We're meant to be together. We're meant to be supporting each other. It is recognised that the, the the mental health benefits of connection uh, are there uh, and recognised, um, but also the physical health benefits. Do you know it can actually alleviate the the harmful effects of stress and anxiety? Human connection can actually do that. That's why you find that 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 people who work in jobs who help people, doctors, nurses, emergency services, carers of any description, teachers might have stressful jobs, but the, the process of them being able to connect with other humans and help them and guide them and be there for them actually has an effect of building a resilience uh, around your heart, around your body. So, you know, don't underestimate the power of just saying hi to somebody and, and being sociable, you know, it really can be a game changer for you and for them. So, yeah, next time you're out, next time you're in a shop, coffee shop, bar, whatever, give somebody hello. You know, you might change their life. Oh, by the way, can you all now please go out and watch no time to die, please, so I don't have to keep secrets anymore, because to not be able to talk about it is killing me. So, we you've got a weekend coming up with probably very little on. The weather's looking terrible. Little trip to the cinema would be nice. And it's safe. If you don't feel cool, put a mask on. Cover yourself in gel or... I don't know, Vicks vapor up, whatever it is, get yourself to a cinema and watch it so I can finally talk about it. Okay? Thank you. We need to have a long, hard think about social media. Um, now... It seems to me that that is becoming a bit of a misnomer in terms of, of a name, really. Because we've had another example this week of... Well, for those of you that, 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 are, that are aware of the, the story, you'll, you'll know what I'm on about. Uh, for those of you not, there's a 
comedian which I'm aware of because I watch a programme on Channel 4 called Last Leg. Her name is Rosie Jones, who started off as a researcher on the show, uh, but she's a stand-up comedian um, uh, with cerebral palsy. Um, and she was invited to take part on um, Question Time this week, which, for those of you not in the know, Question Time is, is a uh, political panel talk show where they discuss the the issues of the time of the week usually but of the, you know of the time um and was invited on the show and received a torrent of hate and abuse uh, afterwards uh for a condition for what she was wearing for a sexuality um for all manner of different things and do you know what it's it, enough's enough and not, and do you know what if you're an adult listening to this Stop blaming the kids, right? It's not them. From what I've seen, now believe me, I work for a youth charity and I go out and I educate young people about this. And from my experience so far and what I'm seeing, the hate, the trolling, the the abuse that's happening, it's not kids doing it. It's not kids doing it. It's adults. It's grown adults that absolutely should know better. And I think if you're doing that online, you really need to take a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself what you're doing with your life because it's just not acceptable. You know, my rule of thumb is, is, is you know, if you wouldn't do it in the street, why would you do it online? It's not, and we need to stop using this word, this word of, of, of virtual. You know, it's a virtual world. It's a virtual reality. No, it isn't. It is not virtual. It is real. It is real people with real lives, real feelings and real emotions. And when you say horrific things online, that hurts. That hurts and it cuts deep. We are setting a really awful example to the generations coming, our future generations. Do you know what? When I go into a classroom and I talk about cyber safety, which is one of the other topics I talk about, um, one great way of grabbing their attention is, I'll, I'll say this to them at the start, right? You will often hear adults say to you, the problem with young people today. Now, I heard that when I was a young person, and I've heard it every generation since. Adults going, the problem with young people today. And I say to them this, I'll tell you what the problem with young people is today. Now, trust me, that's an attention grabber in a classroom. They're very keen to go, what's the old man about to tell us here? What's wrong with us now? Right? I'll tell you what the problem with young people is today. And it's the problem that's always been the problem with young people today is. Do you know what the problem with a young person is today? Adults. It's adults. It's you. It's you grown-ups. Every bad decision a young person can make is there because you put it there. They didn't create social media. They didn't create the cars. They didn't create the alcopops. They didn't create the drugs or the drug trade. Right? They are just victims of it. And they are taught by our example. We are their frame of reference. If we're not better at it ourselves, why should we expect them to be any better? We need to be setting better examples here. 
So really, next time you're sat in front of a you know a keyboard, you know, and you're about to slag somebody off because it doesn't you know they don't agree with you or you don't agree with them or it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to or you know when people didn't like the ending of at the end of Line of Duty, it's like get a grip. It's a story. It's not yours. It doesn't belong to you. That's the storyteller's job to do that. If you're not happy with it, fine. Move on. Go and pick up a book. Go and watch something else. It's not the end of the world, right? We're not supposed to agree with everybody. We're not supposed. We're not supposed to all be the same. Oh God, wouldn't life be boring? Wouldn't it be absolutely dreadful if we were all? Exactly the same, liking the same things, doing the same stuff. Dear me, what a dreadful world that would be. You know, diversity is brilliant. Difference is brilliant. Cultural differences are brilliant. You know, we are, as a, as a country, I mean, if you listen to this outside of the UK, you're probably going to have the same experiences. But it always tickles me when I, when I hear people say the small-minded... Oh, you know, British things for British people, and you know we're proud of our Britishness. And you're kind of like, well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Let's let's take into the fact that your all family's not British, by you know by origin. The family it comes from is is European. Your fish and chips aren't British. The lager, the beers that you drink aren't British. The clothes you're wearing aren't British. The TV you're watching isn't British. The cars you're driving aren't British, right? None of these, you know, there's very little. I mean, we can we can claim responsibility for for some great inventions in our country, but as can many other countries claim responsibility for many different things. The fact is, we brought them all together and we shared them and we enjoyed them equally, right? It's what you do, and this petty, small-minded attitude that we have now, this isolationism and and and. Um, divisions that we create, you know, we, we've never been a more sort of, you know, um, I can't think of the word I'm looking for here now, but we seem to be really sort of polar, you know, polarized. That's what I'm looking for. You know, we never say we, we've never been more polarized. Discourse, conversation, you know, now we don't we don't discuss anything. We just have slanging matches, and you know, you're either in the the the, the left camp or the right camp you know, one way or the other. You know, there the, the seems to be little room for middle ground. And and if you do try and take a middle ground and see see from both sides of the fence, people say, oh, you're weak-minded, you can't make a decision. Nonsense. Utter rubbish. I'm sorry, it's okay to do that. It's okay to listen to all sides of the story and understand and have empathy for each side and to take the arguments from each side and understand that the probably in many cases there is no one who's absolutely right and nobody that's absolutely wrong. That's fine. It's also okay to change mind, right? You can do that. That's not weak. That's actually strong to do that. It's powerful to do that. You know, it takes a brave person to go, this is what I thought all these years based on X, Y, Z. But I've actually been shown with evidence that it's not this way, it's that way. And now that's what I think and that's what I believe and my mind's been changed. What's wrong with that? Why is that such an awful thing? Why do we have such a taboo around that? We are strange in that respect. You know, I've said often in the past that humans can be quite... We are tribal and hierarchical in our behaviours. 
And I think sometimes we're kind of tribal in our thinking and attitudes as well. And if we really want to move forward as a people, as a society, as a world, we need to get out of that way of thinking and just chill out a little bit, guys, right? It's not the end of the world if if, if foreign people come and live in your country. It really isn't. They bring amazing things, you know? Um... But it seems to be that getting back to social media, this seems to be at the moment the breeding ground where a lot of the hate, the division, the polarisation is taking place, right? So please, next time you're online and you're seeing people share hate or, or you know, selling untruths, call them out on it. Tell them where it's wrong. Point out, be better, Right? It won't get better unless we are better. It's not going to be magically happened. You know, the amount of times we hear the governments need to get involved, the authorities need to crack down on this. No, it's a little bit, you know, about time now that we started to take responsibility. Too many people speak about their rights. It's my right for this and it's my right for that. Not enough people talk about it's my responsibility. And we really need to step up to the plate now and take responsibility for our actions and be better at what we do. And maybe one day someone then can go on the TV and make a bold statement and instead of shouting them down, we'll agree, we'll disagree, but we'll applaud them for it. That is what a real society should be. This week's little uh, poem, actually, it's kind of one of those weird things that, that occurred because this week's episode was actually inspired off the back of the poem. The poem was inspired from who knows where. Um, but it was just, I think it was just one of those little moments that I heard. And it seemed to, it seemed to also... Um, have this little effect on me where this seems to be you know when we go into friends houses now rather than saying hi how are you doing how's the family how's the kids we seem to say um watch wi-fi password um <laughs> so it was it was just a little bit inspired by that so um it's called wi-fi code here we go may i be so bold as to bother you for the wi-fi code I really should have said hello, but Wi-Fi is my life, you know. That secret password, guarded deep, to one's own self you must keep. But if you could just share with me, I would be filled with Wi-Fi glee. Hey, we've come to the end of another episode, guys. Have I been a bit ranty this week? I feel like I've been a little bit ranty. Sorry, but sometimes when you got something off, you know, you need to get it off your chest, don't you? Um, and I suggest you do that, right? For anybody out there, emotions are there to be experienced and felt and expressed uh, because bottling them up hurts you, you know, at the end of the day. 
right? You're pushing all this stuff down and deep and it just ends up sort of like just eating your way inside. So emotion, you know, we, we don't suppress our good emotions. We don't we don't suppress our fun and our happy and our joy. So why should we suppress anything else? So do that. It's good to feel your emotions. Get in touch with them. Stop being so Anglo-Saxon about it all and, and, and get in touch, right? So, you know, feel it. It's good for you. Um... So yeah, so that's what I do. <laughs> so some weeks are going to be maybe a little bit ranty. Some weeks are going to be a little bit more fun. Some weeks are going to be sad. Some weeks are going to be happy. That's life. Um, and life would be boring if it wasn't. Um, so thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've got something from it, as always. If you have enjoyed it, if you like what you're listening to, please uh, like, subscribe, rate on your podcast listening app doobry firkin thing of choice whatever you want to call it all right tell your friends um play it in front of them oh my word who is this smashing english chap you're listening to here you can say there's mr jones here's wolfstag he is a poet and legend oh yes <laughs> here's a dandy <laughs> i know there's a certain somebody out there now listening to that going jones Shut up. Uh, and with that, I will. So, um, yeah, please like, rate, subscribe. Uh, please do share it with everybody. If you've got any questions, queries, confessions, statements, anything you want to share um, that you think might be fun to appear on the show, please do get in touch. I do mean that. I'm happy to read that, anything you send us. I am Wolfstag at Outlook.com. You can do the old traditional email styly um or find me on socials primarily instagram do drop me a little dm find me on there i am wolfstag uh, more than happy to connect with you out there uh, and if you do you never know you might actually appear on on an episode happy to have you um so with that have a great week enjoy your weekend and i will speak to you again next week <laughs>